everyone, welcome back to Who's There, a podcast where I talk to a new horror fan every week, where I hope to destigmatize what it means to be a horror movie fan. This week's episode is an extra long one because I got to chat with my friend Michael Robinson, who knows more about horror movies than almost anyone else I've, I've ever met. He regularly sweeps the floor with all of us at Trivia every weekend. In this episode, we talk about how he got into horror movies as a kid, how he's now introducing his kids to horror movies, what it's like to live in the home of the Blair Witch Project, Burkittsville, Maryland, where he's been on his road trips to see the filming locations of various horror movies, why he thinks Cats is the scariest movie to be released in a long time, and a whole lot more. This is a long episode, so you've been warned. So I think that's it. Let's get into this week's episode. Hi, Michael. How are you? I'm great. Awesome. Thanks for coming on. I'm really excited to chat with you today. Before we get going, tell the listeners and myself a little bit about yourself, where you're from, etc. Well, um, <clears throat> originally I grew up in uh, Hampton, Virginia, the uh, home of Blackbeard, or at least where he ended up, or at least where his head ended up. Um, so uh, currently I'm living outside of the outside the D.C. area in a, a little town called uh, Burkittsville, Maryland, which I'm, I'm sure if you're into horror movies and whatnot, you've probably heard of. Um, so I'm, I'm just kind of a, been a horror movie fan for a while, and um, I, I joined up on that Saw Something Scary group because they seemed interesting, and it's been a, been a good group of people to hang out with while we're in the middle of the stand. Awesome. Yeah, Michael joins us uh, for most weeks for horror movie trivia on Sunday nights usually, so he usually beats us all as well. And I, I feel really bad about that. <laughs> I don't think you feel that bad. No, I mean, I do, because I, I feel kind of kind of guilty, like I'm the jerk that comes in and wins occasionally, so I'm, I'm kind of glad that I haven't come in first the past couple of times. You know, I mean, sometimes you let Jody win, so... Oh no, that was uh, what did I lose? I can't remember what I what I got wrong this 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 time around. But um, he he's much better at the uh, the jallos, which I pretty sure I just mispronounced than than I am. <laughs> awesome. Well, so first things first, what's your favorite scary movie or your top five? Oh, top five. Um, <clears throat> there's about fifteen in there, but I'll I'll go with uh, The Shining was was up there at number one and I, I know you're not that fond of it um the, the shining was number one for a while um to the point where when i turned 40 we as a family drove out to colorado to stay in the, the stanley hotel um which like a week after they put in the the hedge maze so it was only about a knee knee high then um but they've got a um a tv channel in-house that shows kubrick's the shining on an endless loop so we got in our room and turned on the TV and that was on and my, uh, she, she would have been like five at the time. It's like, oh, can we go, is that here? Can we go to the hedge maze? They're welcome to the hedge maze. I'm going to go there. So we're like, well, it doesn't look exactly like that. And so we walked out front and she was disappointed and then got a little upset that we wouldn't let her watch the, the whole movie because she was five. Um, but it turns out she, her favorite movie is, is Jaws which she picked up on around that time, which is kind of split into my, my number two battling out with number one uh, spot just in general. Um, I know technically it's not a horror movie. Um, I think it counts. Everyone, yeah. everyone counts it as a horror movie. Yeah. I mean, it's a, like Ben Gardner's head gets you every single time. And um, 
but but I, I've, I've got one friend who swears it's a it's a it's an adventure film um although it could be argued that it's a police procedural uh, but uh after that probably uh john carpenter's the thing is is uh we've got the poster for that hanging up right next to our tv um and uh guillermo del toro's devil's backbone and rounding out number five i i don't want to throw out another carpenter um because i I would say Halloween, but um, as far as as far as the number five, I got I got to think of something that that I, I I let's just let's just leave it at four. I'll throw out Halloween there. I'm sure it'll it'll strike me in a minute. Okay, sounds good. Um, like fifteen in the top five. <laughs> um, so I've never seen The Devil's Backbone or what was number three. Did I say number three? Oh, John Carpenter's The Thing. Yeah, I've never seen that either, but I've heard I've heard a lot about both of them. What is The Devil's Backbone about? It is about a haunted orphanage in Spain um, during the Spanish Civil War, and it, it's sort of like uh, it's a companion piece to to Pan's Labyrinth. Okay. There's even two characters who appear in Pan's Labyrinth. Um, it's it's really kind of a subtle appearance and like i didn't even notice it until i listened to the commentary he's like yeah those are the kids yeah they're dead now and so the horrible Guillermo del toro impression but hopefully it's passable um but it's about a haunted orphanage and it's 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 just it, criterion released it a few years ago and it's just it, there's some genuinely creepy stuff in it and i i think it's it's just one of those little scene genuinely scary movies that I try to recommend to everybody who may ask like, oh, what, what horror movies do you like? Well, you gotta see this one. Oh, it's got subtitles? Yeah, deal with it. It's it's good. And I, and I think it's so little seen that Del Toro kind of c- copied himself for the last act of Crimson Peak. So when I was seeing that in the theater, I was like, he, he's just, he, he, this is all from Devil's Backbone. And then I'm not going to say what or why or, or how because it's spoilers, but um, I, I think I need to give Crimson Peak another shot just because I was kind of irritated the first time I saw it but because I was like, this is so similar to what you did before. But, yeah, I haven't seen it. Is it streaming anywhere? I honestly have no idea. Um, okay. It might be. Okay. I'll have to look it up so I can watch it. Um, I was just watching the Blair Witch Project 2 before we started recording, because I thought that was kind of like a good prep for this. I, I haven't seen that in a good 20 years. I don't think I've ever seen it. It's so like late 90s, early 2000s horror, though. It's great. I mean, the main character is he has a desk with computers, and it's covered in floppy disks. God, so. is that or What? Is that Jeffrey Donovan? Guy went on to do Burn Notice. Uh, I haven't seen Burn Notice, but I think I was looking at the cast, and it is Jeffrey Donovan, I believe. So, um, yeah, it's it's quite weird. I haven't seen Blair Witch since I saw it in theaters in 1999, but yeah, I decided I should watch this one because I'm about to talk to the guy from Burkittsville. <laughs> well, not. <laughs> Not from Burkittsville. Um, I, I've only lived here about three and a half years. Oh, okay. But um, I know that the, the town, I think, may actually have more issues with Blair Witch 2 than they do with the first one. <laughs> but um, yeah. I don't know if I can fully articulate that. 
but I know that the, the current mayor is in Blair Witch too. Oh, okay. I, I, I haven't watched it since I look like literally, I haven't seen that in about as long as you've seen the first one. So yeah. I don't remember a whole lot about that one. Okay. Um, wait, did you move to Burkittsville because it was the place where Blair Witch was found? <sighs> It, it, no, not really. Um, we, when we moved up here, like after my oldest daughter was born, um, we moved to a town about 10 minutes away called uh, Brunswick, which turns out more of the Blair Witch Project was filmed in Brunswick than was filmed in Burkittsville. Because Burkittsville, you just got the, si the shot of the welcome sign, um, the little scene in the cemetery, and, um, and that's it. Like most of the, uh, the, the interviews were done in, in Brunswick and which I, when we watched it after moving there we, we were sitting around watching it and it's like wait a minute that's like a block from our house and the the diner which has been closed for 15 years at least is is in, is in Brunswick but um but my sister-in-law moved up to Burkittsville a few years before before we did and it's um it just just because of, I, they didn't care about the movie and um, we we really like the town. It's it's nice and small and quiet. There's about 150 people that live here, and um, it's it's just really it gets dark at night. And um, we we just really like it. We're probably we plan on being here for a while. Trying trying to get a plot at the cemetery too. So we we're gonna be here for the long haul. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I was actually looking at it on the map, and it's like very, very small. And to hear that it's only 150 people, that blows my mind. Since I'm live in New York City. So. Yeah, <laughs> and it, it's 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 weird because like everybody thinks, oh, because you know, hearing the stories about the fans coming to the town back 20 years ago and and and, and trashing the place, and you get the impression that everybody lives here is a bunch of hicks, and that's just not the case at all. It's it's, it's really cool, and especially during Pride Month, like half the half the towns. Half the houses in town have the, the pride flags out in front of them. Oh, that's uh, that's awesome. You get I, to hear people riding their bikes and go, what? Why are there so many? Well, <laughs> it's because we're, it's, it's cool here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So getting back um, to you being a horror aficionado, um, I kind of think of you as like a black hole of, of obscure facts in the best way possible. I know you have memorabilia <laughs> posters all over your house. So yep. tell me, how did this obsession begin, and what was the first horror movie you ever saw? I've been trying to think about that because um, I, I, I was talking to my wife yesterday. I was like trying to think about how when when I was a kid, there's things I, I distinctly remember being afraid of, like um, like there's a shot of uh, David Bowie in The Hunger. And I couldn't even tell you what it is. I just knew it was like, that may have been my first exposure to David Bowie. And, and, and it's just like him either super aged and I've never seen the film, but I remember when I was a kid, I saw that image and it, it, it stuck with me. And um, like there was um, that the scene with the little vampire kid in Salem's Lot scratching at the window. Like for some reason I saw that when I was a, a kid and, and that, that's, that stays with you. And um, but it's just these weird little, little like memories of little things that I found scary when I was a little kid. Like, um, 
and even there was a there was a Tom Lehrer song on the Electric Company that mentioned Dracula, and when it was like the Dracula's in your room, and then after after that, I was like, oh, it's time to go to your room, and it was down the end of this dark hallway, and I just remember being petrified of going down there. So, but I would also get books from the elementary school library about the old hammer, um, not hammer, but the, the universal horror movies. And these little square black and white books with like an orange cover on the back for some reason. So I'd always read those, but I, I was always, I never really saw any scary movies except I distinctly remember my parents taking me to see the last unicorn after, after Thanksgiving one year in the theater and like the harpy or whatever it is in the cage in the uh, the, the the side tra- the traveling carnival, I just remember being just the most terrifying thing I, I could think of. And um, so it was like, oh, I am Michael scared of, of seeing movies. And then at one point in the mid '80s, we started seeing TV commercials for Fright Night, and. My, I think it was either my mom or my dad, which was like, oh, it looks like a Michael movie. And I'm like, you know what? I think it is. So I, like, I, I got them to buy me the novelization, and I eventually saw it on VHS. And I think that it wasn't the first horror movie I saw in the theater, but it was definitely like the first movie that kind of like clicked the, with the, the, oh, this is the type of thing that you're going to like. So do you think that um, your parents telling you beforehand that this is a Michael movie helped uh, influence your opinion and be like, yeah, I'm going to like this? Yeah, uh, I mean, mainly I did a spite, but it, but it, because I, I, I think they were just, I'm pretty sure they were just messing with me, but uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I think that may have been the little thing that, that made little, I don't even know what year that came out. So I, I want to say it was maybe a 10 or 11. Yeah. Um, maybe a little bit older, which was about the time that like Stephen King, you can kind of discover Stephen King, but I, I discovered Stephen King through Stand By Me. <laughs> so we watched that and I was like, I gotta read this book. And so and that, that was the first Stephen King I ever read, which led to Shawshank and then, then the scary stuff. But. Just to be clear, you told me during trivia last week to ask you about the Fright Night story. Was that the Fright Night story? Was, that is the Fright Night story. Okay. My my parents messing with me to tell telling me that that was that looks like something you would like and, and then me out of spite latching onto it. Yeah, I should probably watch it again. It's been I can't remember the last time I actually watched it. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it. Um, what is it about? Um, it's this this kid who likes horror movies has a vampire moving next door. And it's played by Chris Sarandon. Um, he uh, in the remake it's it's Colin Farrell. But he uh, he goes to a, a local um, horror movie host and tries to convince him that there's actually a vampire living next door and they need to take him out. But, oh, that sounds cool. Um, is it like horror comedy or? I don't remember there being a lot of funny stuff in it, but it's it's good like 80s, 80s horror movie. The only 80s horror movie that I've seen that I actually like is like... Um, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. So, yeah, it's it's a little. This is, yeah, I think it it might be a little have aged age into being a little more campier than than that. But it's got Chris Sarandon, so yes, yeah. he's always working. So, what would you say are your favorite uh, franchises and why? 
Um, it's weird because I'm not really a, like a franchise guy. There's because um, when I was in high school, I would see all the sequels in the like I would, I would go see. Um, like I know I saw some of the Friday the Thirteenth and the Halloween sequels in theater. And I think I saw Hellraiser two, which I really probably should not have snuck into, but I did it anyway. Um, but I would say probably it's going to end up being Halloween. And that's really weird. It's a really weird franchise to begin with because it's essentially choose your own adventure. And you can, but I mean, I, I would watch the first one all the time when I was like in middle school because it was like, oh, it's all the slasher movies. This would have been about mid to late 80s. So I kind of fell away from Halloween until I was in college and we showed it on the campus movie theater. And I was like, seeing it in the crowd with a crowded theater, it, it's, it's a genuinely scary movie. It's very simple, but it works. And, and if it's with a crowd of people, and I'm assuming a lot of them had never seen it before, it's, it, it really, really works on an audience. Um, so a little bit later, we showed, I showed to my wife with, with a friend of mine, and um, we ended up Mystery Science Theatering it, which kind of ruined it for her. And so for a good 15, 15 years, we didn't watch Halloween because she's like, this movie, I can't take it seriously because you ruined it for me, which is fair. And then my oldest daughter decided, just kind of just, after she had sort of discovered horror movies and, and horror I was like, I want to see Halloween. And this was fall of, of 2018. So like the Alma Draft House is showing the original one. I will take you to go see that. And she's like, okay. And it was the week before the, the 2018 version came out. So on Wednesday, we went down and saw the 1978 Halloween. And then on Saturday, we went and saw the new one. It was like, you only had to wait like three days. And I, everyone else had to wait 40 years to see this thing. So through my, through my daughter, um, I, I started like re reevaluating. Like, I started appreciating Halloween a lot more. And I always kind of appreciated it, but like seeing it through her, her perspective, it's, it's been really cool. Cause like she really likes Jamie Lee Curtis and which, you know, is the, the proper reaction, but. Um, so, and unfortunately, got to wait another year for the third one. But I, I, I've taken her to conventions to meet Nick Castle, and she um, she went up to Philadelphia to, to Comic Con with a friend of her, a couple friends of hers, and they were going there to see Tom Holland, and she was going there to meet John Carpenter. <laughs> uh, so, so that I think the Halloween franchise, I'm, I'm probably the one I'm I'm, I'm the most I'm the biggest on. But probably only the current timeline, <laughs> and which is only two movies. But it's like with Friday the Thirteenth, it gets I, they were never great. Yeah, I I don't see the appeal anymore. Um, middle school Michael would not be happy with me about that, and and I I really want to like a Nightmare on Elm Street a lot more than I do now. Um, but um. But we, we just got the like a box set of, of the Final Destination movies. So I think we're probably going to go through those. Um, I like the first one, the fifth one. Um, and then we got a box set of Tremors movies. So I've, I've only never seen past the first one. But that, that should be fun. 
Yeah, I've also only seen the first Tremors, and I thought it was cheesy. So I'm glad that but, you like them. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I also saw the first one in the theater when it was new. <laughs> Badly framed by the projectionist, so you could see the, the camera track in the upper corner of the screen and occasionally see the, 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 the mic dip in. Oh, but, uh, what year was that? 1990, maybe? Maybe eighty nine. I I can't remember. I would check the heart. I would check the Trivial Pursuit, but they probably have the year wrong. <laughs> yeah, you found that a couple of questions in the uh, Trivial Pursuit are incorrect. Yeah, right? they they listed Ghostbusters as coming out in nineteen eighty six, and that was definitely eighty four. Because <laughs> um, oh. I saw that in the theater when I was nine. Yeah, and if it turns out I'm wrong about the year on that, you can edit that that, that out. But I'm pretty sure that. <laughs> That had to have been because that was Gremlins and Ghostbusters came out the same year. Mm, okay, yeah, I watched Gremlins like a couple months ago, and it was cute. Yeah, they're so they're so so adorable. Yeah. This leads me to my next question, which is: Does your wife like horror movies? She does, oh, and I, she does very much so. Um, <laughs> she um, she she won't go to the. Um, We'll occasionally go to well, not occasionally. I'm not going to lie about that, but yeah, we'll we'll go to conventions, and, which has been kind of nice. Um, a friend of mine got was like, God, it must have been '99 was the first one that we we went to because I was like, Hey, Christopher Lee's here and Ray Harryhausen and, um, and and Janet Lee. Let's let's go go see them, and I'm, I'm glad we did. But my my wife used to come along with. And she's just like, I can't deal with this anymore. There's, there's, it's, it's packed hallways and, and crowded, crowded, uh, um, <clears throat> crowded, crowded convention centers and hotels. It's just like, nah, this is not my thing. I'm not going to go. But my kids like doing it now. So, um, <laughs> but um, no, she, she does like horror movies. Um, what was the last movie that you guys watched together? Um, well, we showed our oldest, um, Dead Alive the other night. I don't want to cut Cody's too much, but it, it was definitely, we, we had a, um, our, our youngest had a, was spending the night with a friend. So we're like, okay, let's, we can show some, we can watch something that, that she can't. So let's watch this. And I, I should have gotten some custard out, but, um, we didn't have any. But it, it's a gooey, gooey movie. And yeah, I remember you saying that. I had forgotten how how just gross that thing is. And there were some parts where, where my my daughter was just like, Academy Award winner, Peter Jackson. Where, <laughs> where you see like a zombified colon just like admiring itself in the in the in the mirror. Um, yeah, that that happens. That's the last thing we watched at home, but we've been been trying to catch up on some things over the summer that like oh, we've never seen this let's let's see this but it's not just not just horror movies um what kind of movies are you catching up on um well i i'd never seen buster keaton's the general and i i i'm kind of upset now that i've seen it that I, it took me 45 years to to get around to it and um we watched uh the night of the hunter hmm. which it's um, Charles Lawton's only only film as a director. Um, it's he was married to Elsa Lanchester, 
and tried to get her to be in it, but she refused. And the reasons are still unknown as to why she refused. <laughs> but it's 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 this weird '50s movie that is inspired like every like half the Coen Brothers stuff is mm. is inspired by it. And it's it's the one where you get the well, it's it's about a a preacher who is not a good person and he basically marries women and urges them for for their money and he 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 gets caught and sent to prison and he um his cell his cellmate has hidden a bunch of money at his at his house or somewhere on his property so after he gets out he goes and basically marries into this fan into his 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 cellmate's family and pursues his children for this this money and it's 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 weird it's got like all this it's it'll go from german expressionism to naturalism and it's where you get the whole love and hate tattooed on the knuckles thing from and it's it's robert mitchum plays plays the guy and it's just he's scary and but it's it's you see stuff like there's there's a line in it we we had just watched Raising Arizona the week before, and we watched it. And there's a line in it that's quoted in Raising Arizona, and it was does it holy crap! They're like, this has influenced everything. And there's this this hymn that he sings throughout his pursuit of the children that's used as one of like the main um, musical motifs in in True Grit. And can you say a, what? Uh, no, I I cannot. But. <laughs> But he does this thing where he's when he's filing, trying to track down the children, and he's just like, children, children. And so that's how we call our kids down to dinner now, and, and at least one of them hates it. That's awesome. How old are your kids? Uh, 15 and 10. Oh, nice. So, so since your wife is also into horror movies, uh, I'm assuming it wasn't a big deal to frame and hang a bunch of horror movie posters around your house no i mean we, we we met at a movie theater so the movie stuff has kind of always been a thing um in our old house in our dining room we actually we painted the walls red and hung all of our george romero uh, zombie posters up and also uh we had more, like the texas chainsaw massacre hanging in our dining room which we'd gotten gunner hansen to sign it so it's like i know where you live and Wow, that's awesome. So no, it's never really been a, a big issue with with bringing them. I, I wouldn't say like the first one, but maybe the most recent ones she may have had an issue with. Which ones uh, are those? What movies? Well, uh, we've got a Bride of Frankenstein poster up in our our TV room, and it's done by uh, an artist out of Philadelphia. His name's Tom Whalen. He he's he's good. We like him. Uh, we've got a bunch of his stuff, and um, I had gotten a What We Do in the Shadows poster. Mm -hmm. Uh, print and I kind of replaced it. She's like, no, no, that's uh, no. I like looking at at the bride, <laughs> so that that one doesn't get moved. And she was right, so I um, took it took it down and put a put the bride of Frankenstein back up. And um, I've been too lazy to actually hang it in the proper place for uh, I don't want to say how long because I've honestly forgotten it. I mean, what else do you have to do? We're in lockdown. Um, I've got to build a deck. <laughs> we, uh, when we moved in, there was a, um, 
there's a, a really the, the most frightening thing about our house was there was a hot tub on the deck out back when we moved in and um it is it was gross so we we tore it out and there was this big empty hole in the middle of the deck so we ended up this year thinking hey we've got nothing else to do with lockdown so we tore down the deck and we've been um slowly rebuilding it <laughs> so that that takes precedence over hanging posters up but hopefully i will be finished with the, the main part of it this weekend yeah that makes I can, sense then i can put up halloween stuff throughout the house yes do you decorate a lot for halloween um what is the area like that you live in is it like are there a lot of houses on the street is it all woods there's there Contrary to popular belief, there's very little woods in Burkittsville itself. Um, most of it is in, um, like, like everybody thinks that Burkittsville is in the middle of the forest because of the movie, which they shot in a uh, state park and out up near Baltimore. But um, there's a little patch of woods, and that's like right up against our our um, our yard. And I. Um, would love to have just some Blair Witch fans come out and gather up our yard waste from all the sticks and stuff, just, just so they can make little stick people. But it's um, it's, it's around Halloween. It's 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 fun. I don't know what it's gonna be like this year, but um, we usually do a Halloween party at our our place. Um, but trick or treating is always fun because it looks like what you think of as like classic trick or treating with. Um, cause the, I mean, the town looks old. It's, it's, uh, it, it's, everything is old buildings and, um, there's remember the first year we actually did trick or treating here, which was before we even moved up here. Uh, we still have pictures of, of the, our, our kids going up and down the streets and people, um, doing, um but I mean, we, I've already started hanging like Halloween, uh, like jack-o'-lantern things that we picked up at a, at Michael's this year that I need to get some lights in. Um, and we've got just boxes and boxes of stuff that need to come out. But I mean, we've got horror movie stuff up throughout the house anyway. So it's not really that much of a change. Um, and it's you know, what they said on the Simpsons where the, uh, the one time of year are the natural squalor of our house is considered decorations, which is completely <laughs> quoted, but, um, it's always Halloween at your house. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm literally looking at a Michael Myers mask in, right now. So, <laughs> Is it an actual one from the movie? Is it like a prop? It's, uh, it's a replica. Okay. Um, yeah, the only, the only thing I have close to like an, a, a real thing is the, the Burkittsville sign, which it's, I, I, I don't own it. It's more of a, a caretaker thing because uh, I asked the town because uh, I, I am the, the the fan liaison for for Burkittsville, which um, I mean, it's it's a volunteer position. Um, I think it's mainly because nobody okay. else. What's that? There's no pay. Oh no, no. <laughs> it's a small town in the middle of Maryland. There's there's no budget for that. But um, and you know, I genuinely like the like the fans. They've, I've met some really good people um, through through it. There's a um, there's a friend of mine, uh, Matt Blasey, who, God, I hope I didn't mispronounce his last name. Um, he, I'm sure he will tell me if, if I did. Um, 
Let <laughs> us know, Matt. Yeah, he, um, but he does a, a thing called the Blair Witch Experience every year where he will take a bunch of people through um, all the, the filming locations throughout Maryland. It's like a, it's a, usually a weekend in October. Um, I don't think it's happening this year for obvious reasons, but uh, it's a lot of fun to get people who are in the cast. Uh, the director, one of the co-directors still lives in the area and he comes out. But yeah, that's, that's a, it's a lot of fun. And he, he's, he's gone a long way to make it so that you know, the, the, the evil Blair Witch fans that trash the town myth is not, um, is not true. And we've, we've had a lot of them like help with stuff like the, the, our post office burned down in December and a lot of, we had a lot of uh, Blair Witch fans contribute money to, to help some of the people who, whose apartment next door burned down and they got displaced and yeah, it's great. And it's, 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 so uh, there's this whole myth that Burkittsville here hates the Blair Witch Project. And I, and I, I don't think it's completely true. I think there's a little, little bit of wariness. I can't speak for the people that were here in 99. Um, I have talked to some of my neighbors who are like, oh yeah, we had fun with it. And then others who are just like, they trashed the place. But so I think there's a little bit of, a little, a little bit of truth on, on both ends, but but 20 years later, most of the people that come out are respectful. They're probably adults now. So yeah, no, you get a lot of teenagers and it's, it's um, a lot of, a lot of people who've discovered the movie. Mm. And I mean, I remember a couple of years ago we were in target. I was in target with my, my oldest daughter when she was still in elementary school. She's like, dad, there's, there's a, it's this movie people in school are talking about called Blair Witch Project. And it's about these people in, in Perkinsville and they, they go missing and is that is that true and we were walking around the corner in the toy aisle and I turned the corner and there was Ed Sanchez the co-director of the movie with his kids really wanted to go well, why don't you go ask him but that was oh that God. I was just like nah like, he'll be able to tell you yeah eventually we she, she got to meet him properly yeah. And he's he's a good guy. That's good to hear. Uh, so I'm assuming she's seen the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, she did it twice. Okay. Was she very scared, or was she like, "What's what's all the hype about?" Well, the the, the first time we watched it was after we moved here, and um, the second time we watched it was last October, where they did a 20th anniversary screening in, up in Frederick, Maryland, and it was really like. There was cast there. Um, I think Mike came down. I got him to. Thought they were all dead. Oh well, you know they were they were uh, life model decoys that came out. Oh okay. Yeah. Um, although my uh, Mike came out of the main three, and I got him to sign the poster down in the corner because if you're going to get him to sign the poster for that, it's got to be in the corner. Um, and uh, a lot of a lot of the crew and. And um, some of the other, some of the people that get interviewed at the beginning were out there, and it was it was it was cool seeing it in a theater with a crowd because there's a lot of people that hate that movie. It was cool seeing it with a packed house of people who got it and liked it, yeah. and that was it, it was it was cool. But seeing it in the theater, driving home, she got she got a little freaked out and like, well, it's wrong. She's like, well, we just watched. Which and we're driving to Burkittsville, like you know it's fake, or you know it's not true. But you, you literally just met the guy from the end of the movie, and 
she's like, I know, but it, it works. <laughs> and, and then we went camping the next day. So. Oh my God. She is brave. I would never have done that ever. So, well, she's also the person who like my, my wife showed her final destination right before she was about to fly to Europe on a school trip. Oh so. yeah. I remember you telling me that, that, that was really considerate of your wife. I was like, are you really going to do this? Mm -hmm. So, uh, And make sure right before she takes her driving test, you show her number two. Oh, great. Well, that's coming up way too, too, too quick. And um, I thought you were going to say show her David Cronenberg's crash. And I'm like, that's not going to happen. No, I think, final, I think the opening to Final Destination 2 is way scarier. Oh, right. I think that's the reason why I don't, I always get out of the lane when there's a log truck in front of us. Yep, exactly. If you've seen Final Destination 2, you know what we're talking about. Yep. Or, or, uh, or The Descent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime I see a truck with logs, I'm like, nothing good can happen. Or even just... Now, the Babadook's something different that happens badly at the beginning of that, right? Yeah. That, I don't think there's any logs involved. I know it's... I wish I watched that again. Yeah. It's good. I need to make... Uh, my boyfriend watch it because he has never seen it and he's always like what's the big deal and i'm like no it's very good play it turn out all the lights and don't pause it at all because it it's just accumulating just creepiness i have a couple more questions about the blair witch project sure. sorry i know we've talked about it a lot but you knew, you knew that was gonna happen yeah it's kind of it's weird because like we're at a, usually when, we, when we're at a, like, at a convention and, and people are like, oh, where are you from? Oh, yeah, we're, we're from Burkittsville, Maryland. Or we, we live in Burkittsville, Maryland, because I can't say that we're from here. Yeah. And he, it's like, you're a little bit of royalty. So. <laughs> and he, he wrote this massive uh, book about the making of Blair Witch Project called uh, Eight Days in the Woods that came out last year. Uh, my friend Matt. Oh, cool. I'll have to check that out. Let me write it, is, it, it is. You can stun a burglar with it. It's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a big, big book. When you first decided to move up to Burkittsville, did you rewatch the movie before you did, or? No, because, um, I mean, we always had it. So we didn't watch it until after we moved, moved in. Because I, I, I worked at a theater in 99, so I, I, it, it's, it's kind of always been there for, for, uh, for 20 years. And like, like we, would make, we made stick figures and hung them out in front of the theater. And I still have an angry letter from a parent whose kid got scared of that. But no, we didn't rewatch it. I mean, because at that point, we already knew what was shot there and what, what was shot where. So, yes. And I get why people don't like the movie, but I, I living here and watching it again, I mean, I do, I appreciate the film. I, I think it's, I think it's an important film and it's something that, you know, it, it, there's a lot of stuff that came out even the same month that that came out that people aren't talking about. Like 21. Um, uh, the, the remake of the haunting. Oh with, yeah. Oh, uh, I, I kind of like that movie. Even though. Have you seen the original? I haven't seen the original. No. Really good. <laughs> and I, I, but I have not watched the haunting of Hill house on, on Netflix yet. And I really know that I should. Yeah, you should. You have all the time in the world. Quarantine. Let's go. Yeah. With Bly Manor coming out. Yeah. Did you, uh, you see any 
turning the the adaptations I, of the turning of the screw? Um, I, I didn't. I haven't. Um, although I, I understand that if I really want to hate something, I should probably watch that. We, we did go see um, Gretel and Hansel out earlier this year. Um, How was that? Um, I, I, I don't I don't think Jeff and Derek are completely wrong <laughs> on it. Um, it's I, I was inclined to like it. I haven't seen um, Black Coat's Daughter or um, I'm the Pretty Thing That Lives in the House, but I was I was inclined to like it just based on Osgood Perkins directing it because I like his dad. I'm not sure I could recommend it to anybody, but Sophia Lillis is great in it. It looks great. It's just kind of oblique and hard to get through at times. Mm. All right. Well, yeah, I haven't seen it. It's on my list, even though I know it's not very good per se. Um, And for anyone who doesn't know that's listening, uh, Jeff and Derek are the hosts of Saw Something Scary, another horror movie podcast. So go check that out. Sorry, I just steered it way away from the Blair Witch questions, didn't I? Although I guess Council was about... You said last week during trivia that you were going to have people over to watch the Blair Witch Project in, in the woods in your backyard? Yes, that is that is the plan. Um, I don't think it's going to be that many people. <laughs> Obviously. Because um, we do have to do some social distancing. And, and um, I think I've got a long enough extension cord to set up the projector out there. But that's hopefully going to happen in October. Because we are going to try to do the uh, the thirty one days of Halloween and watch something something scary every night, and um, so yeah, that's uh, that that is in the works. Hopefully, hopefully it won't be. Uh, I should probably warn our neighbors, although they're not. It's probably not going to be that loud enough to to really irritate anybody. So yeah, I just I just you know think it'd be cool to watch it in the woods, you know, here. And, yeah, no, that's. It would be amazing. Yeah. And if it works, we'll see doing it for, for bigger crowds. Maybe not on our, on our property, but <laughs> but the 25th anniversary is coming up in, in uh, 2024, and, mm-hmm. um, which is also the 200th anniversary of, uh, of Rocketsville. Oh, so, no way. So it'd be nice if we could do something to yeah. celebrate, celebrate both of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do, do your neighbors live very close to you, or are they... Are they- <sighs> We're, we're we're on two acres, um, so there's there's a little bit of distance, but where we would have to set up the screen, I think could probably be. I don't know how I, I haven't tested it out yet, so I'm not quite sure how loud it will get. Mm-hmm. Um, but probably wouldn't really annoy the neighbors too much. Might also want to give them a heads up. But, yeah, I mean it's not like it's like yeah we're bringing 50 people over to watch the movie that everybody hates. <laughs> Yeah, don't worry. We'll social distance. That sounds awesome. Um, what has it been like during COVID in Burkittsville? It's been very quiet. Um, there really, I mean, there's been no cases here. Oh, okay. Wow. 150 people. Knock on um, one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Things I shouldn't say out loud. <laughs> um, the the worst thing is they did they did shut down the playground, which. Oh has been real, but it's, it's just been a lot of, not really, not really a whole lot, a lot different. Um, yeah. Did anything shut down besides the playground? Did like shops or it, anything shut down school? Uh, there, 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 there aren't really aren't any 
shop. Well, there's one shop in town, but that that has reopened. There's a the South Mountain Heritage Society, which has a little museum in the one of the churches in town. They they haven't reopened yet, but but yeah, there, there's really not like there's no restaurants. There's no um, all the schools in the area that my kids go to. Um, I mean, they're they're still on uh, distance learning. So mm, okay, it's been. Yeah, it's it's been an ideal place to be be stuck. If if you know, not that there's not been a, uh, any stories out there about you know people stuck in Burkittsville and unable to leave. So you take a lot of horror movie vacations and road trips with your family. Uh, where did you go this summer, and uh, what did you see? Uh, well, we went to hell because I figured it was 2020, and um, that's the best place to go. Um, hell, Michigan. It is. It is. It, well worth driving the 10 hours to do a dad joke. But on the way out there, we, we stopped at the Mansfield Reformatory in uh, Mansfield, Ohio. Or it was the Ohio State Reformatory in Mansfield, Ohio, where they filmed Shawshank Redemption. Oh, wow. Which I would recommend anybody go to because it is, it's, it's really kind of weird because it's, it's this giant abandoned, well, not really abandoned, gothic prison and about a third of the tour is about the history of the prison. Um, a third of the tour is Shawshank, and they've got they've got sets from the film that are still intact. That I wasn't like, We turned around the corner, and there's Brooks's room, and it's like, yeah, this is this is where they shot it. This is this is what yeah what it looks like then. It's what it looks like now. It's, and then uh, another third of the tour is about all the. The, the paranormal stuff that's supposed to happen there. And there, there's some genuinely creepy, creepy rooms, even in the daylight. So I would love to go back and do a, do an overnight, but cause I, I, I am, I gotta say, I, I am a skeptic, even though I've, uh, may have seen or seen or heard some stuff I can't explain, but I can't say I definitely believe in, believe in ghosts, but I don't know. That might change things. <laughs> But then um, we did uh, we did a, did a trip down through through Kentucky and went to uh, Mammoth Cave National Park, which is stunning because we, in addition to the, the horror movie locations and things like that, we like to do um, the national parks, which it, it's taken way too long for us to, to start taking advantage of. And but but Mammoth Cave is very cool, and like all of their merch has bats on it, so <laughs> it's. Um, that's a lot of fun. And on the way back, uh, we stopped in Point Pleasant, West Virginia to see the Mothman Museum. Nice. <laughs> and the Mothman statue. And uh, it's exactly the tourist trap you think it is, but <laughs> it, it, it's well worth, uh, well worth checking out. And, and, and West Virginia is weird because it seems like every county has its own little monster. Um, there's a... Uh, uh, the Flatwoods Monster Museum, which we did not get a chance to stop at, but uh, a friend of mine got me a, 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 a candle holder of the Flatwoods Monster. That was, uh, but it's it's, you know, West Virginia's got a lot of weird stuff in it that that we wanna we wanna check out. Oh, I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> what What's the furthest distance you've ever driven to see something from a horror uh, movie or a story? Story. That That would be um, Colorado. Oh, to the the Overlook. Yeah, to the uh, the the Overlook, and um, although we stopped at the Dawn of the Dead Mall on that, well, actually on that trip and on the the trip we just took, um, 
we stopped at the the Dawn of the Dead Mall, the Night Dead Cemetery. It's it's uh, but yeah, that was that was that was the big one going out to the the, the Overlook. Did you get to stay there? Yeah, yeah, we stayed there. One, we didn't stay in room two seventeen. That's that's for next time because it is it is right at the uh, the entrance to Rocky Mountain National Park, which we did not go to. We I would love to go back. It's it's really cool. It's like the uh, it's almost like Disney's haunted mansion on the inside. Yeah, and we did the ghost tour there, which was disappointing. Oh, why was it disappointing? <sighs> well, it kind of goes back to the whole like being skeptical. Oh, okay. It, it was kind of like, yeah, if if. If you go in a room and you turn all the lights out and you just wait there for 10 minutes, any ambient light is going to start getting processed by your brain and you'll start seeing stuff. And it's like, I, I know how the shtick works, but it's, I, I, I wouldn't say not to do it, but, but I wish we kind of, I kind of wish we had done the history tour instead of the, uh, the, the mm-hmm. paranormal. But. Oh, well, next time. Next time. Yeah. <laughs> do you know where you're going to be going next summer on your road trip? Hopefully. Um, I'm trying to hit all 50 states before I turn 50. So I think we're going to do a northern northern stretch up through the Dakotas mm. and going down to um, Devil's Tower in Wyoming. It's still kind of in the, the early planning stages. So we'll, we'll, we'll see how that works out. Are there any horror movie sites in the Dakotas? There, not that I've found yet. There is, um, I'm sure there are. But I none that none that I've, that I've, I've uh, unless you count uh, Mount Rushmore or uh, or what happened in Sturgis last last month. Or how many people got infected from that rally? Oh, you know. and there there were a couple. Weren't there a couple more rallies recently where uh, there were no face masks? There's one in North Carolina. Oh yeah, I, I think I saw that headline and I didn't read the. This, this is going to go down a weird rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever. It's fine. Our current country is is a horror movie in its own way. Yes, yeah, the dead zone. The uh, when, when are you going to come to New York and see all the haunted stuff here? Uh, when is it safe to come up there? Um, well, for you, not right now. Okay. <laughs> that and you know, the, the kids want to see all the Hamilton locations. So yeah. I think we're actually going to be going to Monticello in a few weeks. So all the Virginia stuff is right here. So yeah. like, uh, Charles, like Charles Lee's house is, is 20 minutes from where, where we live. It's got a little little historical plaque in front of it but it's not open to the public but apparently he died in philadelphia and they just buried on a trip and they just buried him there so he's i mean gotta be economical about these things it wasn't really you know refrigerate refrigeration um do you have any favorite horror directors um del toro i really like guillermo del toro um i i i like what i've seen so far from robert eggards um i'm wearing a lighthouse shirt right now that movie was so weird. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, yeah. God, I saw that one in the theater. I like Carpenter's early stuff. I don't want to say Stanley Kubrick because he only really did one horror movie. Although there's 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 elements of, of scary things in, in a lot of a lot of what he did. Just as far as like human nature is concerned. Let's see. As far as right now, like I I, I like what Jordan Peele's doing. I'm curious to see the. The new Candyman. I know he's producing it. Uh, Nia DaCosta's directing, so I haven't seen anything that she's done, but I'm, I'm very interested to see what they're what they're doing. I'm sure, there's others, and I can't think of them off the top of my head. Like I like James Whale's and James Whale and Todd Browning's stuff in the 30s. You said you haven't seen the thing. I haven't seen the thing. No. Yeah, the thing. The thing is, it's good. It's uh, wait till it gets cold. 
or just you know turn the air conditioning up. But Keith Keith David's great, and it's it's weird how many horror people like have some association with Mister Rogers because he was on Mister Rogers Neighborhood for a bit. I did watch that as a like a kid. So maybe I've <laughs> yeah. seen it. it may have been after that because I think I think it was like the early eighties, and uh, like George Romero's first directing thing was a, a Mr. Rogers gets a tonsillectomy, which is kind of hard to find, but but yeah, but like, like knowing that Fred Rogers and, and George Romero were friends were yeah. like, that's, that's, that's nice. That's nice slash weird. Yeah, but you know, I don't know like most of the people I've met who who are in, in working in the genre are, or even fans of the genre are, are genuinely just nice people. And like I found that the people that play the scary people on, in tend to be really nice and <laughs> Gunnar Hansen was a sweetheart and I, I wish he was still around you uh you have kids obviously we've been talking about it and you said over Instagram the other day that you never forced horror on your daughter and I think that was a good idea because as a former kid myself I automatically disliked anything that my parents liked <laughs> um so how did how did she go about discovering horror organically I don't know. Well, and, I, and as I've been thinking about it since writing that, it's it's I'm like, well, maybe I did force it on her more than I thought I did, because <laughs> I, I did take her to the Exorcist steps, and then I did, <laughs> I did. I've got pictures of her with uh, with George Romero, and um, and I, I took her to New Jersey to meet Alice Cooper when when she was like six, and these are normal things for a six year old. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it was, it was. I think it was at that point where she she started getting scared of all the stuff that was on display at the convention. And she's like, "I don't want to do this," and then I'm like, "All right, we're not gonna do it." And she, but then a couple of years later, she started like, and it was about the same age that I was when I I started liking liking scary stuff in in earnest. And she uh, like, "All right, you know, I I will encourage this if this is what you're interested in," and um, you. I, I remember what it's like. Try not to watch the crap, <laughs> and uh, it's it's been nice seeing her develop her own tastes and and stuff. And like during trivia, there's stuff that that she knows the answers to immediately. That I'm like, I don't know that at all. But yeah, she's yelling out the answers sometimes. What was the first horror movie that you watched together? Um, I can't remember. Like like at home. Was it 2017? I guess um, this is about when she started discovering stuff. Discovering like that she, this is something I'm interested in. Uh, a friend of mine got tickets to a, an early screening of it, so I was like, "Do you want to see it?" She's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Are you sure?" Like, yeah. All right. Okay. I'll take you. So we. So I think the first horror movie I saw with her in the theater was uh, was it, and it was about two weeks before it came out. So they they were like. Here's a T-shirt and a pen. You know, tell people how much you like it. Don't say anything bad. We're like, yeah, I liked it, except for you know, them kind of giving all of Mike Hanlon's character to uh, to Ben. And I think I said that in line after the after the movie. I was like, I don't like that they they, they, they what they did with Mike. But her sister will will take her to see Jaws every year. But the last thing we saw, like we, I took her to see the Hunt. The, oh, the, fun. The, the weekend before everything shut down, we, we saw that theater. And um, it, was, it was supposed to be a Sturgill Simpson weekend because I was supposed to see him in concert that weekend too, but that, that, that shut down, which was probably for the best. Yeah. I mean, like he had it then. So it, oh, God. It, 
but yeah, it's uh, so yeah, I, like I took her to see uh, like we saw we saw the dead don't die last, uh, which which I like <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I've heard I mixed things. I don't know. It, it it hits. I don't know if it's good, but like it it hits me. It's like just it's like on just the right wavelength. I'm like, all right, this is I I enjoy this. This is ridiculous. I I think if you go into it thinking that everything with Tom Waits and Tilda Swinton is documentary footage, and they just made a zombie movie around it, then it 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 works a lot better. But I've got a friend from college who's who's played one of the the zombies, like the first zombie through the hard, hardware store. Oh, cool! And, and I was like, I didn't even recognize you in that. And he's like, Here's my here's, <laughs> here's my 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 effects head. I was just taking taking my my kid to see scary stuff in the theater. But, yeah, <laughs> I think my dad did that to me when I was about her age, just to you know kind of indulge. You have a cup. You have a bunch of animals, which I'm very jealous of because I wish I had the room for a bunch of animals. I can send you. I mean, I could, I could rescue them all, but I, this is my living room, and then next door is my bedroom, and that's it. I can send you half of them. No, no, that's very gross. That is my hard line. I oh, okay. cannot do cruelty to animals in movies. Okay. Oh, in um, movies. How about, uh... And in okay. real life. Oh, well, yeah. I, no, that's not cool at all. Um, now, it's just like, how about books? No. I don't want to read about it. That's why I won't read it. Because I hear that the bully, he like tortures animals in the books. Oh, I forgot about that. All right. I, I, I was going to recommend The Only Good Indians, but I, I think there would be several triggering chapter uh, parts of that. I was saying, like, actually, probably the entire premise might might be <laughs> might be a little upsetting. I will put it on my banned books list. It's very good, but it, animal stuff might. might uh... But you have two cats with horror movie related names. You have a ginger named what? Uh, the kids named him Jones. That's basically Jonesy. Yeah. Well, we watched Alien. The we it, we had ended up watching Alien right before we uh, we adopted him, and we when we walked into the the, the shelter, they were just like, "That's Jonesy." I'm like, oh, well, I guess that's him, and that's that's his name now. And uh, his original name was Doug, so it's kind of Doug Jones, and he's very skinny, so that also fits in with uh, with with Doug Jones. Um, and then you recently rescued a black cat and did he just show up on your porch you said I, our, our neighbors found him under under their car and mm. i think he was about six weeks old so he was we and um we kind of kept him in my kid's room for for a bit and she um we couldn't figure out a name for him so for the longest time but he likes to attack people with his claws while they're sleeping. So she decided to name him Freddy. That's amazing. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. And then we got another black cat that it was, it was, it was before 2018. I was like, oh, we should name him T'Challa. And then not thinking that the Black Panther was coming out and then everybody would be naming their black cats that. Um, so they ended up, kids decided to name him Vigo the Cat Pathian. He will come in at five in the morning and scratch at the window like the kids from the uh, Salem's Lot miniseries. So that that wasn't fun the first time, first time that happened. I'm sure, yeah. Um, one of my cats likes to jump on me in the morning and bite my face. Mm, that, you know, and he would like breakfast. The our our, our cats uh, like well two like like uh, Freddie's got the feline uh, HIV, so we have to keep him in the house. But the other the other ones will go out and take birds apart. So we'll find bits. Yeah. And so they're, they, they do their own breakfast and then they'll come in. Um, and does your dog have a horror movie related name? Uh, unless you count Jack. 
as as a horror movie name. That that was his name when we met him. So we just oh. like he just seems like a jack. But I could also see him chasing the cats around with an axe. And, and... Uh, so this is a self serving question that I'm starting to ask everyone. If you sit down at night and you decide you want to watch a horror movie, how do you pick one? There are so many streaming options now. <sighs> See, I don't know if I would go with anything streaming because we, I mean, we've got Hulu, we've got, um, we've got Netflix, we've got a, a library of, of discs, and I think we've got our, my kid's Shutter account. Usually I would probably, I've got a whole list of stuff I've never seen before that I feel like I, I should see. Or like I want to see, I'm like oh that look like when Little Monsters came out last year, I was like oh that looks fun. So it's got Lupita Nyong'o in it, and she's great. We should watch this. I haven't watched it yet, so it, it's either going to be I I would probably pull something and try to pull something up that's that's not three hours long, which is why I have not watched the director's cut of Doctor Sleep yet. Because if it's late, and unfortunately I I, I don't do late <laughs> anymore very often uh, even trivia can be kind of rough i know they're on central time but it's it's like uh i, I used to run uh, a midnight movie series when i when i worked at movie theater and i just i can't even imagine staying up that late anymore yeah, but no sign. I, i'm also not in my early 20s anymore but so i i'd probably try to pick up something short that i've never seen or just go to one of the standards that we normally do it's like we've got certain types of things that we watch at certain times of the year like the thing when it's cold or i can't think of anything else or texas chainsaw massacre when it's really hot was that was on our our destination list for uh this past spring that didn't happen because of 2020 Mm. Uh, we were going to go to austin and um go to the uh the gas station and then the house which are both restaurants now that would be fun yeah so hopefully hopefully next year maybe the year after that because i haven't been to texas yet yeah i've never been to texas either i do want to go to austin which is also that's like we've added like hitting the national parks and also presidential grave sites and there's two right near austin um lyndon johnson and george bush are like on on either sides of the city so when it comes to watching horror movies do you have any hard limits is there anything you won't watch or will you watch just about anything there there's a lot of like the the 21st century, like the, the French extreme movies that I have no interest in watching. Oh, uh, like Martyrs. I I just, I feel like I don't need to see that. And I, I feel like I, I don't need to see stuff like uh, like Cannibal Holocaust. Um, I, I think I can live without seeing that at this point. There's a bunch of the, the like the, the early 2000s torture porn stuff that I'm just not, not interested in. It, anything that makes the the Warrens look like good people. <laughs> I'm not, but I, I liked what Jody said a few weeks ago, where it is, if you separate the real Warrens from the movie Warrens, it's, it's like, yeah. I, 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 if I, I take that, that, uh, that track, it might be, uh, I might be able to enjoy those movies, but I, I, I really dislike the Warrens. <laughs> Were you familiar with them before the Conjuring universe started? Yeah. Yeah. There's, um, there's, there's, a, there's a podcast called Monster Talk. That's that's run by this uh, skeptic um, guy out of out of Atlanta, and they did a whole he did a whole thing on the on the Warrens and how they're sort of I I, I don't like the idea of of uh, swindling grieving people out of money so I, I, I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> totally understandable. Have you seen all the Conjuring Universe movies? I've not seen any of them, but you know I'll I, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, just separate it. It's Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga. 
That's it. Is there anything else you want to talk about? What questions did I not ask that you wanted me to ask? I know there's, there's the one that you asked Jody about what do you like that other people don't, but I think I already hit on the dead don't die. <laughs> and and like the other one, I, I, like there's, I, I can think of stuff that like I will recommend to people as, as good horror movies that are worth watching that um, a lot of times I get a, like, what the heck is that? I've never heard of that before. But like The Devil's Backbone, which I think we, we touched on right at the beginning. It's, it's one yeah. that is, it, it is excellent. And it, it's, it's a beautiful, just haunting movie. And then The Night of the Hunter. Um, and there, there's, a, there's a French one called, um, from the, it's either the early 60s or the, or the 50s called uh, Eyes Without a Face, which when, when, I think when I was high school, I, I read, a, I read an, art, an interview with Clive Barker. He's like, this is the most horrifying movie I've ever seen. And at that point, it was, it was out of print. And it's like, I can't find this. There's nowhere that I can rent it. Netflix doesn't really exist. Um, and not that it's available on DVD anyway. Um, and then the AFI Theater in Silver Spring, Maryland, is showing it. <laughs> we have to go see this. And we went to see it, and we're watching it. I was like, this is, this is not horrible. And then there's a surgery scene, and it's the most horrifying thing. I don't want to go into detail, but it's, it, is, it is one of the most effective just horror sequences I've, I've ever seen. And uh, Criterion put it out on, on DVD, so I bought it, but I haven't watched it since. But it sits on the shelf, so I know where it is. How do you organize your horror DVDs, or is it by title, director? Pretty much everything's alphabetical. Kids' movies are in another section. I think I, I split some stuff out by director just to free up space. So I've got a Kubrick and Del Toro and, and Hitchcock with little Funko Pops as a as a as a as a bookend. Very cool. So if any other horror fans are listening out there that have kids and they want to introduce their kids to horror movies, what like are the th- what are the three movies that you would say they should show to their kids if they're interested? If they're, I mean, Jaws. Although I was terrified, I never watched it until I was in college all the way through. Um, although we honestly might be the wrong people to ask because we did show our kids The Fly um, a couple of years ago. And my, my youngest at the end of it was just in tears. She was just like, this is so sad. I'm like, I never watched this movie thinking that. But she's absolutely right. Like The, the, the Fly is just heartbreaking. And and really gooey but so i don't i so i don't know that might that might not be a good good choice but it with them it, it's just been kind of like they'll find something that they're interested in and like oh can we watch this I'm like okay but i mean we showed my youngest kid the birds a couple about a month ago and that was that was a that was a mistake she got a little freaked out by that especially in the last last hour of it and um but she's seen psycho and didn't have any problems with it. And she's seen Jaws multiple times, like, in, like three times in the theater, starting from when she was about seven. So it's, it's I, I don't know. It's, it's like you kind of have to, to know your kid or just show them the fly. It's like, do we really want to start with Cronenberg? I mean, just start with Saw. Yeah, and, and like the Saw movies I, I've not watched. And I've only seen the first one, but I won't watch any, any of the others. It, yeah, I did have someone recommend that I watch Saw 2, like, as like after my mother died he was like you should watch saw 2 to get over it and i was like i don't think that's a good idea i I kind of see where you're coming from but that's not a good idea all right well i have some rapid fire questions um if you could remake one horror movie right now which would it be Ooh, one horror movie right now um i 
want to see a remake of actually i want to see another salem's lot or now no let me let me bring it all the way back i want to see dracula remade i want to see dracula remade in in like as a period piece set in 1898 without the the overly theatrical coppola stuff i i want to just see like a like a dirty london turn of the century dracula movie and i I don't think that's been done i think bram Stoker's dracula might be the closest but i don't think that's exactly what what uh And then do Salem's Lot with the same cast. Do you hold any unpopular horror movie opinions? I really like the dead note. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I like to try to find something positive in, in everything we, we watch. And um, so I try not to really like hate any any movie. Um, this is seriously going to lead into Cats. I, I think Cats is the scariest movie of, of the year, of, of 2020. I think it's, well, it came out last year, but. Oh, no, yeah, 2019. I think so. <laughs> scariest movie of of the decade i think everyone needs to see it because it's unlike anything there are images in that movie that you've never seen before i don't know where they came from and it is it is and then you can never get them out of your out of your brain they'll 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 live there forever and occasionally you'll just um you'll just think about cats agreed um yeah i saw that i saw it right after christmas in a sold out movie theater in the basement of a of a theater in new york city and there was singing along. I'm oh, pretty wow. sure half the audience was drunk. Well, I mean, half our, our entire, uh, 75% of our audience was drunk. And there were only four of us watching it. Well, I mean, it was just so much fun. Like, the movie was bad. But, like, the score is good. And, like, we left the theater. Everyone left the theater together going up the escalator singing Mr. Mistopheles. So, it was just, it was so much fun. Yeah, it's, 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 I, I, I mean, I would own it. I would actually trick people into watching it in our backyard. You should. You should invite them over for Blair Witch and then put on Cats. Or possibly Blair Witch. Just put on Blair Witch too. <laughs> Hopefully, not everyone you talk to talks about Blair Witch. I haven't. I haven't listened to the second episode yet because. No, there's no Blair Witch talk in the second episode. Just the first episode so far. But maybe that'll be a theme. That'll be one of my rapid fire questions. It'll be like, so what do you think about the Blair Witch? Or the Blair Witch too. If you could spend, if you had to spend quarantine with one horror villain, who would it be? Oh, um, I, outside of the the ones who uh, supposedly live here, I don't, I don't know. I mean, um, Hannibal Lecter makes great food. Or is he a villain? Well, I guess in the TV series, he might not actually be the villain, but. So I went with him instead of Leatherface because I just can't eat that much barbecue. Have you ever traveled abroad and seen any horror movie sites? I don't know about sites. I did. Uh, I did six weeks in Ireland in college, and then we did a we did a trip. We spent a week in Scotland, two thousand four, in April. So we didn't really see any sites, but we did go see Shaun of the Dead when it was playing in the UK, like six months before it came out here. Mm-hmm. Um, saw a bunch of train spotting locations, and we we went to Loch Ness, which was which was great. Because you can kind of see around the area that nobody who lives there believes in the monster, but they really believe in tourist money. Yeah. Yep. That makes sense. All right. Well, this has been so much fun. Um, where can people find you on the interwebs? Um, an undisclosed location. Uh, <laughs> if if uh, I'll just say like uh, on Instagram, we'll go there. Uh, it's just Punch Boogie Blues is the uh, the handle. Awesome. And don't worry, I'll put his Burkittsville address in the uh, show notes for this episode so you can go find him and he can give you a tour around the Blair Witch. Yeah, they, uh, I, I have had uh, <laughs> people, I, I have had people sent here by um, 
by my sister-in-law and other people in town to, to ask me, but like, yeah, just go talk to him. He'll, he'll punch in the right direction. But this has been fun. Yeah. Thanks so much for chatting with me. I will see you next week at trivia. Yeah. Yeah. I should be able to do that. And thanks for letting me, uh, <laughs> talk about cats there at the end so of course i agree it is the best horror movie of 2019 absolutely terrifying oh so good <laughs> so good all right i'll talk to you soon michael have a good one you too bye that's it for this week's episode of who's there i hope you enjoyed my conversation with michael and thanks again to michael for coming on Hopefully this episode inspired you to watch Dead Alive or The Devil's Backbone, which you can stream on Shutter right now. Or at the very least, it's convinced you to show your kids Final Destination the night before they fly to Europe on a class trip. As always, we'd really appreciate it if you could take a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to our feed wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can follow us on Twitter at Who's There Pod or on Instagram at Who's There Podcast, or you can feel free to shoot us an email at thewhosetherepod at gmail.com. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, horror movie recommendations, or if you'd like to be a guest. Until next time, stay scary and wear a mask. <laughs>